Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to Girls Say Less. This is your host Donna. I've put this podcast together to create content about topics and situations we all face. A place where we can discuss love, friendship, careers, family, current events, and lots more. Let's go through these conversations together and continue growing and thriving past them. Hey guys, welcome back to Girls Say Less. This is your host, Donna. On today's episode, I'm going to have one of my best friends, Andrea, and her husband, Erwin, on today. Say hi, guys. Hello, hello. All right. Um, As you guys know, I always like to do icebreakers with my guests, so that way you guys can get a little vibe from them. So I'm going to start with Drea. So Drea, first question is... Hmm... I'm going to give you a good one this time. So, you ready? Yeah. Okay. If you could have someone follow you around all the time, like a personal assistant, what would you have them do? I would have them probably do all, like, the bad errands that I have to do. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Uh throw the trash, do the laundry, <laughs> all, the, mm-hmm. all the, you know, wifey stuff that you right. have to do at all. Okay. So do all your, what is that, essential needs? The Home essential chores. needs. Home chores. <laughs> For all three of us now. <laughs> right. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Um, all right. Erwin, yours is, what are you most excited about this year? I guess the most... Well, one of the most exciting things is becoming a father. Mm-hmm. So just kind of experiencing that and, and learning how to be a parent is what I'm looking forward to, 2021. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Drea, what is the best dish you can cook? Erwin! <laughs> <laughs> Let me get you some cereal. <laughs> You pour the milk. Yes, the wait, wait, milk. Do you pour cereal first or milk first? Mm, I put the cereal first and then pour the milk. Uh, that's good. A lot of people do it the other way. Really? It's, it's very that's weird. big debate. But. Hmm. And I also heard they some people freeze their milk and then they put it in the microwave and then they put it. What? <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. That's weird. It's like one of the best ways to eat your cereal or something like that. Wow. Yeah, definitely weird. Why I'm still learning to cook, FYI. So. so you don't have a... What's your best dish? What have I cooked you? <laughs> well, <laughs> what is something that you know you cook and you're good at it? I can cook lasagna. So like I wish I can cook all the Salvadorian dishes my grandma cooks, but I'll get there eventually. So you think that you're A-OK with your lasagna? Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. You see how Donna said A-OK? Because she's saying like her lasagna is better. <laughs> yeah, we've, you know? we've, tried, we've tried her lasagna. Lasagna is pretty good. You know, not to brag, my lasagna is popping. I'm just kidding. No, but hey, Dre, I haven't tried your lasagna, so you're going to have to make some of that for I'll, me. I'll, yeah, I'll definitely make some for you. <laughs> all right. Um, let's go. Erwin, all right. What car- What cartoon character do you wish was real? Cartoon character that was real? That you wish. That I wish was real? Mm-hmm. I would say Superman. Superman? Why? 
because we all need some savings sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and then if the, the man of steel can't save us then. <laughs> right. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Drea, so who would you say was your best teacher? My, the best teacher, I would say definitely my mom and my grandma because they have taught me everything that I know. And um, they're de- they're very strong women, and they've taught me to be really strong. So okay, mm-hmm. all right, Erwin, what is the last TV show that you have binged watched? I'm ashamed to say this, but recently, and I mean recently, like in the last two days, I binge watched Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> and that wasn't by choice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thank Andrea for hooking me onto the show, um, and we're officially caught up. <laughs> okay, last question, Andrea. What is your most meaningful scar? My C-section scar, okay. because it obviously um, brought my son to the world, and it's the most valuable scar that I will ever have. True. Okay. Good answer. And- All right, Erwin. Last question. What is what is your favorite midnight snack? Favorite midnight snack is cereal. Cereal. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, that's my that's favorite too. That's the thing I could cook. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Drea's specialty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. So we're going to jump into this discussion. you guys so on today's topic we're gonna talk about short-term relationships turned into marriages and families versus long-term relationships turned into a breakup so the reason I wanted to do this um, topic with them is because Andrea and Erwin met each other and three months later decided to get married and now they are a year plus married yeah and a child later so I wanted to talk about that um, because, you know, that's not very common. It's actually pretty rare. Um, You know, you mostly see these relationships going for long periods of time and then maybe marriage. But you also see long relationships going and then they end up just a broken relationship. So I wanted to have them on so they can give you guys a little bit of feedback of how it all happened and how it's all still there. So... Dran Irwin, where did it start? How did it start? It was back in 2018, October 2018 is when we met. Um, At the time, we were kind of both working on ourselves and mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, I was in a situationship. He was in a relationship. And then um, we met through a gym that it was like this little small community that we worked out, did Spartan races and all this stuff. And then I did my first Spartan race and him and three other guys um, did it with me. It was my first time. I was nervous. And for those of you who've done a Spartan race know that some of the Spartan races you walk or you run. Um, and at that time, I had a lot of time to get to know him. And um, kind of got to know him a little bit there. And then that was back, like, in January. Mm-hmm. And then we had our first date 
on Super Bowl weekend, right? Super Wait, he wasn't in the relationship no more. No, no, no. He okay. wasn't. <laughs> she said I was in a situationship and he was in a relationship. And then we went no, on no, a no, date. No. So I was like, well, done. Well, it, it, was, it was kind of it interesting because they both ended our situation in yeah. November. Okay. Yeah. 2018. Okay. So you guys, okay. So you guys then went on a date and then. Well, he asked me. You can yeah, say that. I kind of asked her out. It was, just to clarify, it was more of, I saw this girl with a yellow beanie come into the gym. I was curious. I'm not going to lie. I was like, who's it? who is this new girl? Never been here. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I learned from our coach and trainer at the time is this is going to be a new person walking in to kind of take over our team. And... You know, at first I was just curious. Like I didn't know. Um, the only the only way I got to know her more was just because of my cousin who became the co-captain of the team. Okay. So I was able to, I guess, be more involved through her, and okay. you know, got to know Andrea more. Okay. Um, and then, as she said, we did our first Spartan race. Um, I didn't know she hadn't done any before. So we did one weekend. We did two Spartan races back to back, Saturday and Sunday. What she failed to tell you is, um, I guess the connection, well, I felt some connection was when she almost drowned in one of the obstacles and uh, she was latched onto me. So I almost drowned too because I cramped and I was trying to get her up Mm -hmm. Um, and we asked this random guy, I was like, hey, dude, you got to help me. Like I'm cramping, she's cramping down and I'm (laughs) trying to hold her up so she can breathe. Right. But instead of helping me by just grabbing her and pulling her out. Mm -hmm. He grabbed me by the backpack, tried to pull me, which kind of locked my legs, and I was oh. just cramping. Um, but then from there, it was just like, I don't know, I can't explain it, but it was, it was just like a connection. Like, okay. you feel like, it, I wouldn't say it was a spark, because I think the spark well, was there already. It was just more like that realization where, like, damn, like, I care a lot about this person, mm-hmm. and I barely know them. Like, right. you know. Well, I do have to be honest, though. Like, when... I met him back in October. There was mm-hmm. something about him that was very attractive. Mm-hmm. And his relationship with his cousin and the way how gentle he was with his cousin and the way he cared for her. And I remember hearing that you always have to look at how a man takes care of his mother and the woman that's around him. Right. Um, and so I remember thinking to myself, like, wow, he must be such a great partner because mm-hmm. he just seems so good and well-rounded, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, at the time, I didn't know he was in a relationship. So we were just friends and, you know, we would just like have small talks about the gym and stuff like that. But there was always something in the back of my head that was like, what is it about him? Like that would, it felt like this magnetic connection, but I couldn't explain it. It it was more like, I want to know more about him, but I couldn't understand what the connection was. Is it a friendship? Was it something else? And the more I got to know him, then I realized that it was something else. Okay. So then, pretty much right after you ended your relationship, Erwin, you then jumped into that situation with Andrea. It was like back-to-back. Yeah, I wouldn't say back-to-back. I had like, what, two, three months like to myself. <laughs> two months? <laughs> oh, yeah, two like months. a month and a half. month and a half, you know, 30 days plus. Um, but yeah, at that point in my life, like Andrea said, I was going to the gym to kind of work on myself. Mm-hmm. I was in a three-year relationship, and you know when you get to that point in life, you start thinking long term. So what's next? Mm-hmm. You know, 
I had to, these ideas running through my head. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, situation didn't work out as planned, and you know, right. we both parted our ways. I think it's important you should say why, though, because then it sounds like I jumped into the relationship. Okay, so <laughs> she ruined that. No, no, yeah. <laughs> there was, you know, I guess a, a key thing in all relationships is trust. Right. So when I decided to join this gym and start working on myself, you know, mm-hmm. not only, you know, for me, but long term, like I do want, you know, kids in the future mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. I figured I need to be in like the best shape to kind of, you know, enjoy my kids, be able to play. I don't want to be that dad who can't run and throw a ball to his kid and be out of breath. So I started that journey in 2018. Um, but during that course, you know, Trust was always an issue. Like, I'm not that kind of guy to go out, you know, and holler at other girls. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very respectful just because that's how I was raised. My right. mom always kind of put that, instilled that lesson in me. Like, hey, you came from a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually you're going to marry a woman. Mm-hmm. And you might even have a daughter mm-hmm. at some point in your life. So always respect women. And right. that I always carry to this day. And with that, I was kind of facing this dilemma where it's like, well, my partner at the time wasn't trusting me and I didn't, I didn't have, you know, there's nothing, no evidence of her mistrust. Right. Um, you shouldn't have a reason to not trust Exactly. Okay. She didn't have a reason not to trust me. Um, but, you know, those little small flags, red, mm-hmm. you know, red flags started popping up on my end and just, you know, not to put, you know, dirt stuff out there. It, it just ended in a bad way. So I decided from that point on, I was going to continue working on myself. Like this relationship with Andrea, it was out of the blue. It wasn't expected, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, it happened. It happened. And I wasn't going to let, you know, a previous relationship define my next one. You know, I already knew I'm, I'm thankful for the lessons that I learned from my previous relationship. And that kind of helped me know what I wanted in life moving forward. Right. And, you know, just having that open conversation with Andrea to see where her mindset was kind of, made me feel at home like I felt like hey this is somebody I could you know see a future with and I'm gonna be open about it I'm gonna be honest with her this is what I'm looking for I'm not looking for you know trying to mess around let's see if this works out like this is what I'm looking for plus you know we're getting older we're not young right Um, right You you felt like you were ready yeah so that goes into my next question so how long did it take for you guys to now now you guys become you know exclusive or like you guys are dating each other and you know it's something that is flowing and you guys want to be around each other all the time and all that stuff how long did it take to know that you were wanting to not just like continue in a dating relationship but to make it into more than that how did how long did it take to realize that that's what you wanted I kind of knew off the gecko, mm-hmm. just because it was like you know you catch a vibe, mm-hmm. and sometimes you can't explain it. And I know it's, it's as cheesy as it seems. It's like love at first sight. Mm-hmm. It, I think that's what happened. Okay. Like, um, you know, and I think when it really hit me was when my sister asked me like, "So what are you guys?" And I I was just like taken back by that question because I was like, "Well, that's a good question. Like, what am I mm-hmm. to her, and mm-hmm. what are we?" And that's when I asked her. I was like. I asked, oh, you asked her. I, I asked Andrea. I was like, hey, you know. <laughs> so like, what are we? <laughs> no, yeah, like what are and that's we? Pretty, that's pretty cool because that's where And, and I got taken back yeah, by that. Yeah, because no, normally guys want to ask yeah. that. And like it's mostly the girl that's like, hey, so what are we? 
Yeah, because at, at that point in my life, I didn't want to play games, you know. Right. If I, I don't want to waste my time, yeah. and I didn't want to waste her time, because, right. you know, I respect... So, what'd you answer, Andrea? I said, I don't know. You haven't asked me anything. <laughs> and <laughs> no, it was, it was weird for me, because I've always been, you know me, if you've known me for so many years, you know that I've always been the, you know hopeless romantic and Mm -hmm. I'm always like this is what I want and if you can't give me that then I'm moving on (laughs) you know and I've always been like that and I like he said I've never let my previous situation define me Mm -hmm. I feel like it's made me the person that I am now in a sense that every relationship um that I was in or every person that I dated I learned something new about myself and where oh okay I didn't like that about this person next time this is what I want right um so in every Every person I did after that, it just it just got more clear and clear. Of like, oh, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. And when he came and he asked me, because usually I would be the person to be like, hey, yeah, what are we? Are <laughs> you know. We? Exactly. Um, and when he asked me, I was like, whoa, like this has never happened. But it just that. felt it felt so nice mm-hmm. in a sense that like, wow, he's really. So once you told Here. him, so once you told him, like, well, you never asked me. Then did he ask you? At that yeah, moment? he asked me at uh, that moment. Yeah, pretty much was like, well, yeah, do you want to be my girlfriend? And she said yes. And then it was like a couple of days after our first date. Yeah, and we were that in- he said that to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we were inseparable after then. Like it was just like I think we were inseparable right after like the Spartan race. Okay. Yeah. It was like I want you around me all the time, mm-hmm. okay. and, and also this- because like, I guess when you're thirties. Mm-hmm. You just know mm-hmm. what you want. Right. And I got to a point where if I met someone who didn't meet my needs, I would give them my timeline like, okay, three months. Mm-hmm. Let's see where this goes. Mm-hmm. And if by that time I felt like my needs weren't met in a sense that I wasn't happy, mm-hmm. in, um, then it was time for me to move forward. Right. And then that just got easier and easier after certain yeah. years of heartbreak and, you know. Yeah. So when he Fine, came yeah. along and it was just like, wow, this guy is really here yeah. for me. Right. And I don't have to ask anything. And everything just felt like it made sense. Right. And I always, I, I had read something before where it says like, oh, when you meet your soulmate, your heart, your heart races and you mm-hmm. get nervous and, Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's true. <laughs> because, like, I didn't think it's true because my heart never raised. No, I don't think it's true. You know what I think I it's drowned, true? But... <laughs> I might have drowned, but it was because I was scared. I was really scared. I was about to die. No, and I don't think that's true because I think what really attracted me about him was that I felt very peaceful. Right. It was everything was so easy. Mm-hmm. Nothing was like I didn't have to question anything. I didn't have to like, oh, where do we stand? How does he feel? He gave you that reassurance without even having to think twice. Yes. And yeah. he was very expressive on how he felt. Like he never held back and he was okay with just, you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that that's a good feeling and that's probably what caused you to feel like, you know, you know, you, you felt safe. Now, how long did it take for you to move in with Erwin? I think it was about three months, right? Three yeah. months? Yeah. Okay. Three months in. So moving in, obviously, it's only three months. You're getting to still know Erwin. He's getting to know you. Erwin, mm-hmm. what do you say is was the biggest challenge having Andrea move into your space because I mean she moved in with you this is your house so now she's moving in with you 
what do you think was your biggest challenge? I would say, obviously, you're going with the flow at the moment of like, let's move in together. You know, let's make this even more serious than just being in a relationship. So what do you th- what do you think what you would say was your biggest challenge? Probably just sharing the space, you know, mm-hmm. being that it's a one bedroom apartment. It's not as big like, mm-hmm. you know, the space is small in itself and just bringing in someone new to live with you. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it went from a bachelor pad to now it's like, hey, it's it's a home for a future family. Right. Um, yeah, that's probably the biggest challenge and just being vulnerable i guess be yeah. another part of it right right you know like you said still learning getting to know just each getting other to know her uh-huh. it's kind of like well i don't know you know i've hung out with her so 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 much that now it's actually physically living with her yeah it's different learning right? her routines adjusting is it different though is it different like just being around somebody all day every day than actually living with someone would you say it's different or was it? Yeah, just... it's different. Because then you start to notice little things here and there. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, God. Can you take <laughs> out the trash? Yeah. Okay. Or, you mm-hmm. know, you left this. I picked it up. Right. <laughs> you know, like little mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, but then you learn to just accommodate. Yeah, you, just you know, adjust. just share space. each other's mm-hmm. space. Communicate. Communicate. Okay. So I think, so I'm pretty sure, like, it was kind of hard to okay so now okay going back you guys move in together now you guys are living together when you guys moved in together did you guys know you guys wanted to get married or was it let's move in together and then while living together you guys decided hey let's get married no we already knew yeah i i guess like we had this conversation the same time that i asked her like what are we and what are we kind of Moving so you guys forward. talked about marriage yeah. right away? Yeah, because yeah, at that point it was just like I wanted to be as open, and I guess that's hard for a lot of. So you were like, I want a wife. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, okay. I kind of broke it down like, hey, you know, I'm looking for something long term. I'm kind of mm-hmm. tired of playing games and okay. you know going through relationships. It's it's it's. I'm kind of you know you're in your thirties now. Like right. I'm in my thirties. Yeah. I figured, hey, like I ain't getting younger. Right. And I just want to be upfront with my next partner or, yeah. you know, potential partner. And because you felt so secure with Erwin, you were just so open to, hey, yeah, okay, let's get married. Yeah, there was no hesitation, yeah, you know. You there, knew. I just, in my heart, just knew. Yeah. Like. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, I think it's crazy because, again, like like I said, you know, this, this topic was going to be about, you know, being in a short-term relationship and turning it into a marriage, um, I speak from my own experience, being in a very long relationship, like I'm talking 10 plus years, and not going anywhere with that relationship, as in like we broke up and, you know, we went our separate ways. I mean, I think that it's crazy to think like, I'm going to marry you and be so quick about it. Because I mean, being in that relationship, of course, we spoke about marriage and about you know, having a family and doing all those things, but we never initiated it. And I think it's because one, you get a lot of people get comfortable in situations. You like were that. young too, though. And I was young. You know, I I met this person. I was sixteen years old. And one thing for sure is like when you start a relationship at such a young age and it stays continuous, it stays that way. So it's not like you're older and you're like like you said, you're thirty. You know mm-hmm. what you want. Mm-hmm. We were so young that I think it just stayed that way because it was like. Okay, we're just still playing 
house. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'd stay over or whatever. But it was like we were playing house. It was not real life decisions or real But never did you think like, hey, this is the person I want to end up with or this might be. No, for sure I did. I thought that that was who was my forever. But I never initiated anything to make that be that, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know? I'm hot. Anyway, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm hot. She's a little tipsy too. She's looking at my forehead. So I'm like, yeah, no, I don't know worry. I'm hot. Don't worry. I'm not judging. <laughs> no, no, no. I definitely like I, I we did talk about marriage. We I I thought that was who I was gonna be with forever. But as you get older, you change. And mm-hmm. what your wants might not be who the person who you're with, growing with, wants. So it was a relationship that ended for the best of both of us and I think that you know it was just something that just it was a long time and it can't be regretful and it can't be you know it's just it was just something that (laughs) for sure you know came to an end and and it's crazy because like you said like you guys were only together for three months you guys move in together you guys say you spoke about marriage before even moving in Mm -hmm. together and boom you guys get married Right. Well, you know that saying, when you know, you know? I yeah. hate it when people used to tell me that. Yeah. I used to hate it because I remember I used to ask, um, like, I used to see married couples and be like, you know, what's your secret? Like, how did you know? Like, mm-hmm. and every single relationship that I saw that was successful and married mm-hmm. and they were just happy, I was like, wow, I want that. Mm-hmm. They would tell me the same thing. You just know. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? What does that mean? Like, yeah. I don't understand. Is it maybe? I, yeah, it's something that's not tangible that mm-hmm. you just feel. And I think it's going back to what I said. You just mm-hmm. feel this peace and comfort. Your insecurities just go to the side and you're right. like, this is home. Right. You know, the security. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably what I never felt. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's probably what it was. Um, yeah, I might have felt loved or whatever, but it was in like that security of like, this is who I really want to end up with. Mm-hmm. It was just like, this is who I'm settling for and fuck it because I've been with him for so many years. This is who I'm going to be with. You mm-hmm. know, like it is what it is. Yeah. Starting all over, like getting to know someone else was what was a challenge. So you stay in these relationships because it's easy. Mm-hmm. You know, that makes sense. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so back to you guys. What do you feel that you gained out of this relationship? You know, um, something that you feel like you've gained, Erwin. I, first off, I gained a amazing partner, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, a lover, a friend, a best friend. Right. Um, but Aww. I guess just with myself, Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, with, <laughs> just with myself, I guess I learned to be more open and uh, I guess about my feelings, you know, mm-hmm. being a guy and, you know, a, a lot of your, you know, listeners probably can relate to this. Guys are not very open on on how they feel. Right. Um, and just being vulnerable, you know, granted I went through heartbreak and, you know, picked myself up. It's just like, you know, don't let past relationships define who, you, yeah. you know, who you are. Well, maybe Drea was just like your little hidden treasure at that downfall on you. It was like one, one, what is it? One down to like a major come up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Within not just a major come up within like the wife that you have now, but for yourself and maybe the feeling that she gives you. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know? De- definitely. Like 
she makes me happy every day and mm-hmm. that's all I could ask for and you know now that she gave me a son like you know mm-hmm. I'm above the moon now yeah so I guess that's probably one of the You're stuck with me forever yeah this is you know forever you <laughs> this know. is a forever thing <laughs> forever ever 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 <laughs> ever ever yeah so okay so overall so it took how long okay you guys dated got married within three, how, three months it was three months everything happened yeah. within three months yeah okay yeah. so we got engaged within how, how did your families feel about it my mom that? you know it's crazy my mom i guess she saw pictures on instagram because mm-hmm. we would like take pictures as a group and stuff like that mm-hmm. and she said that she had a feeling that she liked him for me mm-hmm. um and she met him one time that we went like, it was, like, an emergency. My mom had to go to the doctor and mm-hmm. stuff, and we went, and she met him there. Mm-hmm. And she had already known about him because I had talked to her about him. Mm-hmm. And she loved him from the beginning. She, she, just, she just got a good vibe. And my mom has always been the person that she just, she gets a vibe off of a person, and she knows if she likes you or not. Right. And so I, you know, when she met him, she was like, I... I really like him. Yeah. Like she's like, I think. So when you told your mom I'm going to marry him, what did she say? She was so happy. Really? Like, she was happy that I had found a person that made me happy and that I was happy. She didn't question the amount of She didn't question it because I was single for a very long time. Right. And there's only been three men that my mom has ever met. Right. (laughs) You know, my, the puppy love, high school love, Mm -hmm. the relationship that I had after high school Mm -hmm. and him. Right. That's okay. it. Okay. So she knew that if I brought him home and, and she knew about him and I talked to her about him, it was because it was serious. Right. I mean, there was a point where she questioned, like, hey, you know, <laughs> what's going on with your eyelash right now? Sorry. <laughs> Technical difficulty. <laughs> no, but there was a point where she was like, hey, well, are you going to get married? Like, yeah. what's going on? Like, right. you're getting old, you know? Like, typical, what's happening? Typical Latina. And yeah, so when she finally found Erwin and saw Erwin, I mean, and she's like, oh, my God, like, it's happening. Right. You found your person kind mm-hmm. of thing. So okay. she was happy, and my entire family was happy. And how about you, Erwin? Same. Your- it was same. Like, you know, my mom always wants to see me happy. Right. So and she just she she went asked, with what you like, felt. Yeah. She was feeling what I felt. And it's funny, though, because the first time I brought Andrea, you know how my dad took us to the back and oh had yeah that was that was not it wasn't weird but it was like a whoa like he knows this is going yeah further. Well, yeah what happened he like took he, you to yeah, the back yeah he, he brought us outside and we were just talking i was introducing her yeah. to my dad and he was just like hey you know you know you guys what did he say he something? said you know um just to know that if you guys kind of end up in a relationship just know that a relationship is serious and you guys you know should take things seriously and be honest, communicate. So it was like we were it kind of our talk. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like we were already kind of in a married yeah that. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's crazy. So did you like? What do you think was the hardest thing that maybe you? I said you gain, but did you feel like you lost anything out of it in the sense of like? Do you feel like you lost, like, time to explore your life? To, like, is there anything you feel like you could have, you lost by getting in a serious relationship so quick and, you know. I mean, I feel like, unfortunately, 
because everything happens so fast and obviously everyone's experiences are different and their actions are based on their experiences, you know. Um, I feel like, like I lost friendships Mm -hmm. and that I felt it wasn't in a malicious way. I think it was more in a way of like it came from caring about me um, and wanting the best for me. But then at the same time, I think I just felt like if those were really, like, I guess, people that care about you and know you in your core would trust you and know that, hey, you know what, Andrea is doing this or is basing this decision because she trusts herself and she knows, you know, Mm -hmm. what she wants. Um, Just like how my family reacted, you know, like my family did not question anything. My family was just, yes. And I think that's just, unfortunately, that it's something that I, I do regret. Like I lost friendships. Um, But I think it also, it gets to a point where sometimes you kind of grow and unfortunately you just grow in different ways and yeah. And it just... Yeah. It's unfortunate, but it's just like, you know, then the next chapter of your life where you just kind of have to move forward. Move forward. How about you, Erwin? Do you feel like you lost anything out of like, you know, like maybe like the types of relationships you might have had being single or like, you know, like the a lifestyle or anything like that? I wouldn't say that I lost like, you know, relationships, mm-hmm. you know, friendships, mm-hmm. you know. I, I I'm fortunate that I have a small circle, so mm-hmm. it's it's very a tight knit group mm-hmm. of people who know me, mm-hmm. who you know if I bring somebody, they know I'm serious about. Mm-hmm. They're accepting of that individual. So they're like respecting. If that. they respect my decision, right. you know, regardless of what happens in the long run, mm-hmm. they'll always have my back. And I think, just speaking on what Andrea is saying, like. Yes, it happened quick, and in people's eyes, it could be like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. they've had expectations or experiences where they know, like, something like that might end in failure. Right. So why support it? Right. You know, but look at us now. We're <laughs> yeah. going to be two, almost two years. Two years. Married. Two years married. We have a son, you know. Mm-hmm. it's And I know it's it's unfortunate, but, you know, it's... I, I didn't lose anything. The only thing I've lost now is sleep <laughs> with the sun. Um, right. But, you know, it's worth it, I guess. Yeah. And it's like, you know, yeah. for your followers, you know, it's more of like you guys got to follow your intuition, your gut. So follow it's like your a heart. lesson learned would be like to not worry about what people might think or say yeah. or like, you know, maybe not so much what people might think, but like not be so scared of taking chances on what you feel you mm-hmm. want, yeah. maybe. Because right? then it holds you back and it just, you base your decision off of what maybe others think mm-hmm. or your family thinks or, you know. Right, right. Maybe other people just might need a little more time, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? To right. just kind of. Not everybody's yeah. going to meet somebody in three months and know that Exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's right. why everyone's different. Everyone's experiences are different. Right. You know, people have different insecurities and I'm sure that, that like. They're still, like, getting to know each other and things about each other. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure, like. You know, when you get to know someone, you want to show them the best side of yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you got to see, like, oh, this is what she's like when she's angry. Oh, this is, like, what she's <laughs> like when she's moody, you know? And, and yeah. it's the same thing. But like you said, you, when you love someone, you start to be like, okay, well, I'm going to 
love you with flaws and all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, I definitely think that um, I'm, you know, from my experience with Andrea sharing with me, like, hey, you know, I'm going to get married. And I hadn't even met Erwin yet. And I was like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> and, and, and not only that, at that moment, I wouldn't say me and Dre were going through a fallout, but there was like a disagreement in some in a situation that had happened. So we were trying to just rebuild like, hey, you know, Dre, like she was trying to, you know, we were trying to fix what our situation was. And then it was like, well, I hear that you're getting married, you know, because we share a group of friends. And she was like, yeah, you know, and I was kind of like, of course, I'm going to question him. Like, wait, what? <laughs> Who? Like, oh, Andrea, I didn't even know. I, didn't, I hadn't even heard of Erwin, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So then, of course, as being her friend and being her friend for so many years, I'm going to be like, are you sure? Like, what do you mean you know? Like, yeah. how do you know? Because <laughs> you know? I never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to know. So I, I, of course, questioned it. And but, you know, I remember like her saying, like, I want to marry him. And like, it was kind of like, Donna, I want you back in my life. And hey, Donna, I'm getting married. And hey, Donna. It was a lot in one. Do you want to be my maid of honor? I was like, wait, hold on. It was like a whole lot in one sitting for breakfast. You know, I was like trying to eat my my hash browns. Like, what's going on? (laughs) So like, you know, of course, I was just kind of like, okay, well, if you know, you know. I mean, of course, I was skeptical and I was thoughtful. But I hadn't met you yet. And then she set up going to that brewery and was like, okay, you know, I want you to meet him. And the first thing I knew was like, okay, he's really nice. <laughs> you know, I know a nice guy when I see one because I don't really deal with a lot of nice guys. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, like, no, like seriously, like, you know, you know, like people have their type and I'm not, I don't really I don't know nice guys don't really like me but the truth is that I when I saw Irwin I was like this guy has not one bad bone in him like I just like knew like Irwin's like very nice and Andrea might be controlling his ass but if that's what she likes because you know I know my friend (laughs) no Andrea's you know she can be feisty and I know that you know what I mean but I mean she's nice too of course like she's not crazy but she she can be a little controlling sometimes, and I know that about her. <laughs> not controlling, not just controlling. a little opinionated. <laughs> very opinionated. Um, maybe I don't want to say controlling. I take that back. I say moody because she's moody. <laughs> it was like I am moody. No comment. No I can com- say no you comment. can say that <laughs> she is. But no, honestly, when I saw you, and then I was like, okay, you know, sometimes you want to judge people without even knowing them. So I didn't judge you. I think I judged the situation of like, wait, what do you mean you're getting married? Like, yeah. you know, like that's crazy. And on top which of is that, everyone's normal of reaction. Course, I was, it, and then you know, of course, I was like, like what? You know what I mean? And I talked about it, and I was just like. I think I like went home and I told my mom like guess what my friend Andrea is getting married she just <laughs> met him three months in and she's getting married like what I'm like yeah this is like happening so meeting you made me feel like okay I don't feel scared for her because it's not like you were like you know this person that was like crazy or like you didn't seem like somebody that was going to kill my friend or, you know like you just didn't see no aggression yeah you know like yeah. an aggressive person that you're just like okay are you going to be nice you know um you just seem very genuine so from that moment I kind of felt like well I have to just kind of go with what she wants and if she thinks that this is who she feels that she wants to end up with and I think that that's her decision and I felt a lot more at ease actually knowing like meeting you and seeing that 
you didn't look like a psycho. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like somebody that was like, Thanks. you know, like brainwashing my friend, you know, no. definitely. So, of course, you know, you guys are now married. You guys, you know, we've all built a friendship. And obviously now I know Erwin really well. I'm like, not Well, Irwin. now now do you understand? Like, yes. do you get it? <laughs> yes. I get why she married you. Okay, girl? Like, no, no, I get it. You know what I mean? I, Irwin's, shout out to Erwin. He's a really nice guy. No, but honestly, like, I, you know, I see you guys. And I think it's awesome that it, it's kind of like, you know, like you hear about people getting into these short-term marriages and you're just like, oh yeah, we'll see, we'll see in a year mm-hmm. or we'll like, we'll see in two months, you know? Yeah. And I mean, nobody knows the future, but from what I can see now, I see it's genuine and I, and I do think that you guys are in it forever. Um, I see, you know, two people that have learned, are learning still from each other. Now you guys have a baby. Um, shout out to Lucas. <laughs> He's been so good. Three, three weeks old. Um, and you know, I, I just see a lot more potential in you guys continuing to grow and the love is shown The mm-hmm. you know, the patience is there. It's not like you guys are in this toxic relationship and I'm not just saying this because we're on podcast. It's true. Trust me. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not toxic. I'm just kidding. No, but honestly, like, you know, it's like, it's a good flowing relationship and yeah. I'm happy, you know, I'm happy because you might hear of it, but you don't see it. And I get to experience it, seeing it through you guys, you know. Um, and it's a good example to just see people go with what they want and not care about anybody's opinion or not care about, you know, what will people say or what are people going to think and just do what you want. And now here I am mm-hmm. happily married with the baby and I'm happy. And yeah. that's the most important thing. Yeah. You know, um, and I say that in a sense of like, again, being in these long ass term relationships, it doesn't take that long to know if this is who you can spend the rest of your life with. Yeah. And that's the reality of it. A lot of the times we see the person who we're with and we're like, oh, well, they're not there yet, but I'm looking at their potential. And yeah, that's, that's, that's the where worst. You, yes. And that's where you get stuck. Yeah. Trust me, you get stuck. So stop looking at that. We need to stop. Start looking at what's in front of us and fall in love with that person. And yeah. if that's that shouldn't take you more than mm-hmm. a month or a couple of weeks to know, like, is this the person that you really want to be with? And I'm, um, you know, shout out to you guys for ta- making that decision and not caring about maybe this being a mistake and just going with whatever's going to bounce out of it is going to go. Yeah. So, is there anything that you guys want to give advice? Where you guys would say, like, anybody that may be in a relationship where they feel like this is the one, but they're just too scared to tell each other? Or is it, like, something that has to be both of you on the same page? I want to just add that it has to be you falling in love with yourself first. Mm-hmm. Because that is something that a lot of people lack. Right. And try to find happiness in somebody. Mm-hmm. And they can't be happy on their own. Right. Um, I think that. It's something that made this relationship successful. So if you're stuck in a situation where it's like you're finding happiness in somewhere somewhere else, like Mm -hmm. you're doing the wrong thing. Like you need to really do some soul searching and dig deep and figure out what are your insecurities and why those insecurities are there. Like for me, it definitely was not having my 
biological dad around. Mm-hmm. You know, your dad teaches you to love yourself right. and teaches you how to love, basically, right. you know, and what love really feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to learn all of those things on my own, and it was something that I fuck, that I took, it took years to figure out. So right. it's definitely something that, you know, fall in love with yourself first mm-hmm. before looking for somebody. I know sometimes you get mm-hmm. desperate because that was me. Right, right. <laughs> it's like you want some, you want to be happy and so you want bad. that love so bad that you're willing to settle. settle and, you know, and just be like, oh, you know, I'm comfortable for now. But no, like really just genuinely be happy. Right. You know, and know what you want and be right. clear and just don't again, settle again like you said back to self-loving mm-hmm. yourself a lot of the times you end up in these long-ass relationships that are toxic yeah that are heartbreaking that are unloyal i'm like you know they give you anxiety and stuff but you're just so scared to be alone mm-hmm. because again you have no love for yourself no you're they're scared to be alone because mm-hmm. then that's where you really figure out hey what are my insecurities yeah. what do i need to like work on myself on and that's myself. scary yeah you're just depending on someone yeah. else to make you feel that happiness yeah all right is there anything you want to add to erwin of course well i guess the biggest thing is no relationship is perfect you're gonna have your ups and downs right but i guess the most important thing to do is communicate right if you have an issue talk about it mm-hmm. um if you hold it in you know if you built up res- built up resentment and that's just you know the downfall of any relationship um just, you know, experience-wise, um, you know, trust your partners. Don't, you know, if they don't give you a reason to doubt them, you know, don't believe the hearsay. Right. You know, there are haters out there mm-hmm. who want to see you fail. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you, you know, start listening to them and, you know, stop listening to your partner, you will fail. Right. Um, and, yeah. I, Just be a team. Be a be team. A team. And guys, especially the fellas, um, you know, respect women. You know, this whole pimp, being a pimp, you know, a player, player, all this. Yeah, you know, when you're in high school, yeah, (laughs) you're in high school, you know, (laughs) (laughs) back in college, you know, those were your years to experience. Yeah, it gets old. Like, respect women because, you know, one day if you do have a daughter, you don't want a guy to mistreat her. Um, you know, and, you know, be vulnerable, I guess. Yeah, I think vulnerability and consistency is hand in hand, for mm-hmm. sure. All right, you guys, so this is the end of our episode. Shout out to Andrea and Erwin for coming on here Thank and you. sharing their little love story. And, yeah, all blessings to them and that they continue to grow. And <laughs> There goes Lucas. There goes Lucas. <laughs> Just in time. time. All right, you guys, so thank you for tuning in to Girls Say Less, and I'll see you guys next week.